Welcome to the Release Your Blocks podcast. I am your host, Victoria Bond. I am a spiritual empowerment coach. I help teach others to show up to their potency so they can fulfill their mission here on earth. I'm so glad you are here. And if you are interested in becoming a medium, if you're interested in becoming a life coach, or if you're interested in shifting your life from the 3D to live more in the 5D reality, then check me out, book a clarity call, and let's get chatting. Hey everyone, welcome to the Relational Blocks podcast. I am Victoria Bond and I have an amazing guest today, Karen Breen Welton. Welcome to the Relational Blocks podcast and thank you for being here, Karen. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, this is a, such a treat. Yeah, and it's going to be really fun because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects. And I know that my listeners and my audience know I love this. And it is about death. And I'm not just talking about uh, physical death. I'm talking about physical and a spiritual death. So we don't come across people that often that have physically died and come back. But you, I'm getting goosebumps already. You have, Karen. You have physically passed away your body died for between 10 and 15 minutes and you came back I did I did yeah, and it wasn't that long ago no it was about a year and a half ago and um, it's been quite an experience it's been quite a ride ever since and you know it's been a wild exciting ride ever since and the best part is it's not even over. It's just begun. Yeah, so it's it's so amazing. It's so exciting. And we were just talking before um, we push record here and we were talking about signs and synchronicities and how when we have faith, when we surrender, when we honor ourselves, when we choose more, that everything lines up, when we align to our blueprint. And I know that I've got a whole lot of mediums that are going to be on the show coming up. I'm also part of a summit and even possibly a TV program that's coming out. So, you know, this is the perfect conversation, this life after death and talking to the person who has literally experienced it. But um, yeah, the story of the physical and the spiritual death. So I know now, I haven't, didn't know you before you passed away, but I know you now. You're actually one of my one-to-one clients and we work closely together. But what I want to know is, do you see a difference between who you were before, before you actually had a physical death and now? Do you actually see a difference? Oh my gosh. Like the difference I see between those two sort of versions of myself is literally night and day. Um, The me before this was um, always smiling and, and always happy on the outside. And it's funny because um, I was actually just going through some photos, like just like yesterday and and looking at photos of myself from that time, mm-hmm. and even though I had a smile on, like I really looked at myself 
And I just went, wow. Mm -hmm. When I looked at myself, I went, wow, that person, it, she exudes unhappiness. Mm. And when I look at myself now, I see a person that has literally come to life and is exuding just like this completely new energy from this whole experience. So, um, you know, just to to fill you in, because I know you don't know all of my story either, because we only started working together a few weeks ago. But about 15 years ago, I was diagnosed with with cancer. And at that time, I felt like, like I was on death's door. And one night in the night, I, I got up and, and I was so consumed with dying. And my little boy was two and my baby was two. And I was consumed with, am I gonna be here to see him grow up? That was my biggest concern. And so I had to sit with myself and I had to just say, okay, okay, death we're going to have a one-to-one right here. Mm. And I just sat there and I said, okay, Karen, if, if you die, what's, what's on the other side? What, what kind of peace are you making with this? Mm-hmm. And in those moments, I, I kind of realized, okay, it's either the end So if it's the end, it's the end. I can't feel anything past the end if it's the end. Or it's an adventure. And not that I want it to be thrust into that new adventure, but I had to be okay okay. with that happening. And I said to myself, listen, you've always liked new adventures. So if, if that is your destiny, you have to be okay with it. And I was, and just instantly I became okay with that. So fast forward 17 years now, I did get to watch my baby grow up. Mm. Um, and then I was re-diagnosed with cancer. Um, I think because I hadn't really changed a whole lot about myself in that those periods of time. So, so then I, when I was re-diagnosed and I went to have surgery, cause I thought, okay, just have the surgery. It'll take care of everything. It'll be gone. You can move on, keep going, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's when I died. When I, I went to have surgery, I died on the table. I was gone for over 10 minutes. And a person that dies just does not come back the same whatever shifts in those moments it's like it's like when you land at the doors to wherever you're going and a decision is made are you staying or are you coming back to earth Mm -hmm. and staying at that point 
would have been sort of easier for me because I really was unhappy. I was unhappy with my life more, more than I was happy with my life. That's for sure. So I, I also realized that it was, I, I had been given a gift, even though it was harder in a sense to come back to earth because I had all, I had work to do, mm. but I am, I came back and I embraced, I embraced that. And one of the first things that when I came back to earth, within a couple of days, I knew that I had to make some big changes. And one of the big changes was that I knew that I had to leave my, my marriage because it was one of the biggest things or areas where I wasn't happy. And, you know, again, in the middle of the night, within a couple days, I got up, I sat on my yoga mat, tucked all the blankets around me, and, and I kind of had this conversation, not with death this time, but with life. Mm. And I just said, okay, if you're going to be here, Earthside, walking around in this body with this mind, you're going to make a decision right here and now to be happy moving forward and to do what's necessary to help you get there. Mm. And that has been my mission and my purpose ever since is to, and it didn't really take me long to find my happiness. I did leave my marriage. I did actually also leave my, my form of employment because in both of those things, of course there were happy times. There were times when, when it did drive me. There were times when it did make me happy, but that time had passed and it was time to move on. And the beauty of it also is when you move on from those things and you allow yourself to forgive and you allow yourself to heal, then you get to a point where moving on means you get to really and truly make peace with where you came from and you take all the good bits all the good memories, all the fun times, you get to take them forward with you. Mm. And how beautiful is that? Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And, you know, I know that you're doing a lot at the moment to help um, empower women. And I know it's not just about the physical death because I too have died and I didn't physically die. And there's a lot of spiritual people. There's a lot of these awakenings and this death has to happen beforehand. And it's so much more common than we think. But having that physical death is just fascinating. There is 
programs and television shows, like I said about it. Um, and as a medium, I talk to people's loved ones every day. Every day I'm able to see spirit and connect. And it's just so lovely to know. And I know a couple of people, a few people um, who have passed away and come back. Um, what I find fascinating about your story is that it wasn't just a minute. It wasn't just 30 seconds. It wasn't just your heart stopped for a moment. Um, it was 10 to 15 minutes. And I'm not sure scientifically how long it's meant to, um, uh, like, you know, where before all of a sudden your, your oxygen's gone from your brain and all the different things. But to me, it seems like a miracle, an absolute miracle that you chose. And I love how you said, I had to make a decision. Do I come back or do I stay? And this is what everyone says. Like, it would have been easier to stay. And I know someone very, very close to me who did pass away. And she said, I didn't want to come back, but she knew her children. She was told by the angels around her, your children do require you. And that decision and that choice. And what I really want to emphasize here is that was yours to make. We have an opportunity to live in what you said, quote unquote, you know, so, okay, death, we're going to have a one-to-one -one right now. And that was 17 years ago. And then when you, you died and you came back spiritually and physically, you said, I had a conversation with life. And that just, oh, so beautiful. So you went through two deaths, you know, the, the physical body and what I want to share with people. And, and I know, you know, this Karen, this is what you teach as well, but we've got our body and we are embodied but our being is much larger than our body and we try to squish it in. And this is what maybe you were doing pre pre death is squishing it all in because you're like, I'm too big for this body. So if I squish myself in, it's like trying to put on pants when you're three sizes too small, like it's going to be hard to get into those pants. Um, so when you're trying to put your being into your body, you're going to be oozing out everywhere. You're going to be pain. You're going to have, um, you're going to create dis-ease within your body. And if we can expand out and see how truly big we beautifully be, and we know that we've got a body to play with, and we know that we are a soul and an experience, and there's these three parts of us, which is the soul, which is the spirit, also known as the being, and the body, then we can have this harmony between the three of them. And this is where the surrendering comes in, to be who you be, and also to honor yourself. So I love it. And I want to come into that honoring of yourself. Now, what do you do after death? <laughs> you awakened you. What do you do now? Because I know that you, you're loving all your last, ex your past experiences. You did the forgiveness. You did the gratitude. You do the shadow work. You really, you're always doing the unsexy, which is so sexy, by the way. And so now, what do you do to honor your body that you didn't do just a year ago or two years ago? Um, wow, yeah, great question. So, and, and I think, you know, when I, when I think about my, my, my person before all this, I was living very linearly, if I said that correctly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, it was very much, even though I was, I was experienced, I was living a spiritual death for years. Mm -hmm. You know, I, it, everything was dull. I was 
grasping for straws to to try and 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 make some experiences that helped me or or made me happy or things like that um and i was looking outside of myself all the time i was looking outside of myself for answers all the time that's where i looked for the answers and then after all of this happened and everything shifted it reversed and so that spiritual awakening came from looking in and finding within myself this beauty this love this energy this spirit that just was just like being held and being shoved down so much but that just wanted to breathe and so the surrendering and how i honor myself and and live my life now is almost 100% completely like you know when you think about the circle and i did like a 180 degree mm. turn um and just came about right and everything now functions from a place within myself looking outwards mm-hmm. and my my spirit my soul is it just literally sings mm-hmm. and ever like even when i think of myself like a year and a half ago when i think of myself a year ago when i think of myself 6 months ago when i think of myself 2 months ago i have changed and i have shifted so much like i am not the same person i was a year and a half ago or 2 years ago i'm not the same person i was a year ago i'm not the same person i was 6 months ago i'm not the same person i was 2 months ago it's just changing that fast now and it's just it it literally blows me away yeah and this is exactly um i love this so much because it really kind of aligns with what i teach about quantum leaping because when you are living from the linear like you were before a year and a half ago and you're grabbing these straws and you're trying to like literally make a heart in a living out of straws a plastic straws it's never going to happen because uh, it's just too hard it's going to take too long it's going to take you you know centuries and centuries and centuries which is what you've probably done in all your past lives so breaking those patterns to become more conscious in this reality to make the ripple effect that you require to for the world it really means about you know seeing that you have total control over time and space of money of love of breathing of your body and i mean control not in a dense way in a controlling way but you know having surrender having inner peace and stillness and wisdom and began to honor yourself so deeply that is where it's like consciousness and real true control comes from because you're so grounded within yourself within your spirit within your being within your soul that you know 
that you can't go wrong. There's no, it's fucking impossible. You died spiritually, you died. Um, you know, physically, you made it somewhere. I'm just thinking, you know, somewhere where you said, I wonder, you know, how I can, I can watch my son grow up. He was only two, he was a baby. And you're like, I really desire, interesting thing is that you died after he grew up. Really interesting. So I'm wondering what kind of contracts you created, like, dear God, let me just see him grow up and then I don't mind dying. Then you died, but then you chose, you changed your mind. So I find it fascinating that you've gone from linear. Oh my gosh, this is the time, 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 straws, 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 <laughs> to what if I could create time and space within myself and not of the external so I could get out of the rat race. I could quit my job because that's currently not serving me. Being with this other being has served me. It's not serving me now. So what am I truly choosing? And then allowing everything to everything to crumble, including your body. It is so beautiful, Karen. It is so inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it it really you you summed it up in a really beautiful way. Mm -hmm. And you know that that crumbling the the more that I let go and and it just continues to be this continual unraveling which is again, you know, on first quote unquote look might seem scary. Uh oh, like I'm unraveling a piece of myself. Uh oh, oh my gosh, where is this going? Uh oh, can I handle this? Uh oh. But the thing is, when you unravel and see what's underneath, it's just another beautiful aspect of your own self. And then you, then, you know, what, whenever the next time comes that you're unraveling again. Maybe it's a couple of days, maybe it's a couple of weeks, maybe it's a couple of months. And then you, something else comes up and you're ready to unravel again. And you go deeper again and you find more little nuggets and little gems within yourself that, that you didn't even know were there. And it just keeps going. And, you know, I don't, the way I see it now is that it never ends until our actual day that we die <laughs> yeah and I think that's a very good thank you for bringing that up because what I'm starting to what I see actually uh, with practitioners and even some coaches um but in the holistic realm and spiritual realms and stuff some people think it's like you get to this point of awakening I know a lot of my clients come to me and go when am I going to get to that point and I'm like what point now the more you let go the less you know the more wisdom you come into, which is the oneness between us all, because there's no hierarchy. There is no better. There is no right. There is no wrong. This is, that's polarity. And that is also judgment and considerations and points of views, which is solid and dense. So if we are in oneness, it doesn't matter if you're a multimillionaire. It doesn't matter if, if I'm on the streets, you know, there's no no one is better than anybody else. And a lot of people, they think because they have done every single modality under the sun, because maybe they're famous or maybe they're rich, um, or maybe they're just entitled and they have nothing. <laughs> and it doesn't, I'm, I'm not just seeing rich people, rich 
rich is great wealthy is great healthy is great it's all great but what i'm trying to say is you know we have created separation and when practitioners and when coaches are like you know i'm the shit i'm better than other people and i've done a b c d e f g i have done enough now other people have to catch up to me they're missing the whole point because every incredible incredible being person on the earth knows that it is it is always an unraveling and if we are embracing and alchemizing all parts of us then we see those shadows we invite them in so we can learn from them and grow from them and i'm sure you've done a bucket load of shadow work since you you died because you're like what was the point so you bring it up you look at it and you love it anyway and you know that we are no better than anybody else. We could be multi-million billionaires. And at the end of the day, we can still go have a cry and release. There's always another layer. There is always another growth. There is no, you are completely awakened and enlightened because then you're not going to be here. Like you're going to that next round, that next dimension. So um, for any of those that are listening, the reason why I'm saying this is if you feel, look up towards coaches and practitioners and anybody, basically famous people, whatever, and you see yourself separate from, you're not, you're not. And neither are they. Remember, you know, we may be here sharing things with you and being, you know, these guides and we, we are following our calling and stuff, but we still have these moments of here we go, another purge is coming, let's go. We just lean in and allow ourselves to be whatever we want to be. And I think that is the gift of surrendering. So there is ego, of course, a collective ego around as well, um, of, which is separation, but we're not separate from. So if you had died, Karen, then at the end of the day, um, you still would have been you. You just wouldn't be here in this, this form and you chose to come back. And, you know, we can talk to spirits. I talked to someone very close to you and I'll, um, I think it was a one-to-one or a soul alignment guided healing. And I literally had someone very close to you standing right next to me, talking to me about your death. If you remember, I'm sure you do remember because it was pretty intense and that person is alive. So we can talk to spirits that are alive. We can talk to spirits. So my next question after that bit of a riff, I just really wanted to let the audience know if they're sitting there listening and they're thinking they're separate from because they haven't died. Um, or if they think that, oh, when am I going to get to that place? It's, it's always an inside job, just like you shared. Yeah, it's like there... And I, I so resonate with what you, everything you just said, because it, and even sometimes those, you know, cliches that we read or hear or whatever, there, there's some of the cliches have an end to them. And I, I can't think of one right off the top of my head, but what I, my point is, there is no end when, when, oh, we're we, now that we've healed, now we can help other people. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, now I've gotten to this level. Now I can help the other people that haven't gotten here yet. No, it's not, it's not about that. It's about 
It's about continually, continually growing, continually learning about yourself, continually, you know, it, it's, you learn how to navigate all these things easier so that when, for example, you are my coach, but I am also a coach for other others, but it's just really, to me, it's about me saying, take my hand, mm -hmm. let's do this together. I'll, I'll show you, I'll help you with mm -hmm. where, how I navigate it, and I'll help you along. And this is what helps these other people, people. That, that need, you know, just a bit of guidance. It's not that I'm, a, it's not that I'm on some kind of ladder or mm -hmm. echelon and I'm way up there and you're ahead and, and so on. It's just that we're all here. We're all, mm -hmm. we're all the same plane, but we're just navigating these waves in different, there's different flow to each one. There's, you know, everybody's going from A to B, but you know, everybody's trying to navigate how to get from A to B. And it doesn't matter all the material things. Everybody is still just going from A to B. And so if we can help somebody else that's like finding it tricky at that point in their lives, then that is an amazing, beautiful thing. Mm. Absolutely. And what I love about that and the way I explain it is we all have these blueprints. Now I've introduced you to human design and I know that that's probably something that you're going to be introducing to your clients, which is super exciting. And um, one of the things is, is, you know, we have a blueprint. So our, our, basically our energy centers and our energy type, there's different things about us that other people don't have. So there's a whole lot of things that, of course, you give me and a whole lot of things I give you. Um, it's not about money with coaching. It's about soul connections. I have a coach and I was literally drawn to her by her soul. She called me. I called her whatever. Um, every client we have, every soul client we have, any friends we have, any family members we have, anyone basically in our vortex is a soul connection for a reason. If people are triggering you, they're probably gifting you. <laughs> Let's face it. Um, so when we have these blueprints, and if you actually look at your human design, I'm not going to go into it too much, but if you look at your human design blueprint, and then you compare it to your clients, or to your friends, or to your, your child's, or whoever, your partners, um, you'll notice that they'll have things that you don't have. So they actually, when you're together, it creates a full channel, or it creates um, a, a oneness between you. And that's why you meet someone and go, I remember when I met you, Karen, I said, oh my goodness, like, and like a lot of the people on this podcast, I'll be like, oh my goodness, I like, wow, it's like we've known each other forever and we've only been talking for two minutes. You know it's a soul connection and you can't fuck up with your soul clients, your soul family, your soul friends. When we bring in expectation and agendas and motives and how you used to function and how I used to function of we must uh, work from the external we must overgive to our clients to prove our worthiness or overgive to our partners or overgive to our friends or to the world, we hit burnout. We die. 
we die spiritually, you know, some cases physically. So when we come into this inner, and I think this is the message, one of your messages that you bring out in your groups, which we'll share about shortly, is that the love, the unconditional love that we hold space for with people, when we hold space in the sessions, it's not about what we can get from people. It's about the energetic vibration of how people are shifting within our vortex. So your vortex is delicious, you know, and people come into it and they are inspired, they are transformed and they don't even realize it, but their DNA and their cells and everything is shifting by simply being in their vortex. And that's what I experience in my memberships, my masterminds, my one-to-ones, my programs. It's not about what I'm saying. It's not about, about what I'm doing for those people. It's about these blueprints coming together and their souls calling. So when I have a program, Galactic Light Coding is the next one that's starting very shortly. People message me randomly. I get emails like all these different things because they're being called. Some people don't even see it. So when your clients, when your friends, when everyone comes to you, it's because they're being called because they can feel your soul. And we can miss out on that sometimes when we, like you did and I did when I went through my spiritual death, we're trying to appease the world, but we forget about ourselves and we go, it's just a body. I'm worthless. I'm nothing. I have to be the good girl. I have to serve others. So yeah, I find that absolutely fascinating. Um, how we can look at our blueprints and have a deep, deep, deep understanding of ourselves. And, you know, um, one of the questions I had for you as well was, what is your spiritual connection like compared to what it was before you died? <laughs> Just to be dramatic. <laughs> um, you know, I, I would say my spiritual connection before I died was non-existent. Interesting. Um, you know, I, even though I am a yoga instructor, even though I took yoga, my yoga teacher training twice, even though I meditated. Um, that is fascinating. That is, I'm sorry, I just have to jump in. That blows my mind because how interesting is my interesting point of view that when I think of a yoga instructor and a meditation person, uh, whatever, I just think, oh my God, they must be so spiritually connected. And that again is the ego. It's the other, isn't it? It's judgment. Carry on, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I because my meditation at that time was just clearing my mind of my thoughts, period. That's as far as it went. And which is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful way to calm your mind and, and slow down the body and those kinds of things. But now my spiritual connection is, it's almost like it went from two-dimensional to three-dimensional mm -hmm. um, because now there's an there's another whole dimension to it um, you know and and actually I don't even do that per se I don't sit and do that 
type of meditation anymore. Like that's a very passive meditation where now I do more of what I consider to be an active meditation. Like I'm engaged, I am engaged in what my, my, my spirit and my soul are saying, what the universe is saying, and, and those kinds of things. I'm engaged in my emotions. Mm. Yeah, so it's just really, really shifted to another level. And the fun thing, which is kind of what I said at the beginning of this interview, what it rings true for this same experience is the fun thing is that I know this is not the end yet. It's mm. seriously just the beginning of more, which is so fascinating and so exciting. And so um, like blissful and beautiful and full of love and gratitude and joy and surrender. Wow. How many people listening right now feel like they're trying to get to the end instead of considering that every day is the beginning? I totally resonate with that because I used to go, oh, how am I going to get through today? I was super excited about getting through the day. Um, I'm like my clients and stuff because I've always loved my job. I was a hairdresser for 20 years, loved it, loved every minute of it. But I'm also a projector and the energy, um, my energy type in the human design, which means I'm not designed to work eight to 10 hours a day. So I was always hitting burnout. And um, I used to go, how am I going to get through today? How am I going to do it? So I drank coffee, I drank wine, I, I mean, I still love coffee, not going to lie, um, but I used to smoke, I used to eat sugar, I did all of these things, none of them are bad, but I did them all to stay awake, to survive, and now I wake up and go, oh, I get to live today, you know, oh, wow, the day is going fast, okay, I, how can I create the space to get all the things that I desire to get done with ease, with grace, with glory, with joy, oh my goodness, today is Friday. And every day I'm like, today is Saturday, today is Sunday, today is Monday, today is Tuesday. Like those people who go, oh my God, it's hump day. I'm like, it's Wednesday. Wednesday is a delightful day. Like it's kind of like every day is a new birth of who you be. And it is just the beginning. It is just the beginning, but too many people are trying to get to the end. And then they get to the end, they become these old people, literally their bodies are old and they just go, they start reviewing the past and go, oh, that was so magical. That was so wonderful. And we need to really start ask a question. What do we want to be on our headstone? What do we want to be thinking on those last days in our bed, if we are lucky enough to fall asleep and, you know, just, just tap out, what are we desiring to actually think? Are you wanting to sit there and go, I had my grandchildren visit me. You know, I had great friends around me. I did my best by being in joy. And I can have my head high knowing that I did the very best. I didn't hide. I didn't, I didn't run away. I showed up to my living every day. And some days I had to purge. And some days I had to unravel. And some days I had to be unsexy. But I tell you what, I'm so fucking proud of what I did on this earth. 
And that's a real big difference. And that's what you get when you're living. But when you're waiting to die, and I'm just putting that out there because I used to want to die and I had two beautiful little children and I felt really guilty about it. But when you're functioning from that, and many, 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 many people are, especially mums, I think, you know, because they feel like they've given themselves up and they feel like they had to die so they could give themselves away to their children. You, that may resonate, it may not for some people. But what if you could come within, just like Karen said, come deep within your soul and you're going to see stuff you don't like. You're going to feel trauma and you're going to see the toxic shame, the things that happened to you that weren't even your fault that you feel guilty about. And then you're going to love yourself anyway. And this is where you can reach out and find yourself a coach or someone that can support you rather than dumping on friends and trying to analyze it with your brain. Cause trust me, the brain doesn't work that way. And I have a coach and my coach has a coach and Karen has a coach and she is a coach and it's just having someone to hold you so you can surrender and honor yourself and live. Absolutely live. Yeah. It's about having no regrets. Yeah. If you had asked me, you know, almost two years ago, do I have regrets? My answer would have been yes. Mm -hmm. And now, do I have regrets? The answer is no. And not only do I not have any regrets about what has happened or what has taken place in the last year and a half, but also I now have no regrets about anything that happened before that either. You've so, made peace. It's peace. It's inner peace, inner stillness is wisdom. I used to hate myself for the shit that I've done in my life. And now I look back and go, oh, you beautiful girl. Mm -hmm. 100%. You know, I know I have heard this at a funeral mm -hmm. once um, where they talked about so-and-so was alive between 19 you know, you know, 42 and <laughs> 2021. Mm -hmm. And in between the two years, there's a little dash. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's about the dash. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm. It's a blank it's slate. It's nearly a blank slate, a dash, isn't it? Yeah. Like what, what do you want your dash to stand for? Yeah, I love that. I know, right? It really stuck with me. Oh, you know, I really think on my on my tombstone, I want to say she lived. Yeah. You know, like she lived and she still is. <gasps> She's and I said at my granddad's funeral, I stood up there and I had this big smile, and it was like I was like everyone was crying and I was so happy because I talked to him in spirit and stuff already and I talked to him all the time and um, I said you know he isn't he isn't dead you know that his body has passed but he still is very much alive in spirit and he is still and I was trying to say it without going you know like too like you know obviously I had to respect different um, belief systems but 
he's with me all the time. He comes through all my siblings. We're all psychic mediums in my family. And it's amazing. He hasn't even passed over yet. Like he, he, he died, but he's still actually here cleaning up some stuff. So I might have to go over chat to him and say, yo, granddad, it's been like nearly two years. Come on, mate. Um, now I know I'm very aware of the time. So I just wanted to ask you um, one more thing. And that was like, what message, if you had one message to say to all of these listeners now, what would that be? Okay, before I answer that question, I just want to say one little thing about what you just said about your granddad. Mm -hmm. He's living the adventure mm. that I talked about when I had my experience with talking to death. Mm -hmm. He's just living the adventure, the new adventure right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's popping around all of us grandchildren. Like he is literally still on earth. I'm like, come on, granddad. You know, you can come back, mate. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank you. Um, okay. So can you just ask me that question again? Cause now I've forgotten it. <laughs> yeah. So if, for one message that you would, um, that you want, would love to share with the world and of course the, the listeners. My biggest message is one of hope mm -hmm. because I want, I would like to relay to the listener that no matter what you've been through, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're feeling, there is always hope and it's only a thought away. Mm. It's literally only a thought away. That's how close it is. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And um, I know that you've got an incredible Facebook group, The Healing Soul with Karen Breen Welton. And I also know that you um, do incredible chakra healing sessions. So you're working on the embodiment of the body and the spirit, which I love as well. So I want you guys to go check out, you know, the Healing Soul with Karen Breen Welton because she does have availability to take on these, these clients. And also you do one-to-one -one coaching, which is fabulous. And I know just dropping a little bit of a seed that some group programs will be coming up in the future as well. So if you guys are feeling called to go check out Karen and um, connect with her, feel free to go to her page and message her as well to see how you can have an experience with her because I tell you what this lady is potent she knows what it is to live life after death physically and spiritually not many people can say that but she also knows how to resonate with you because she has been through so many things that you have been through so that soul connection if you're called you know is is deep we just we must trust those feelings so go and check her out i'm super excited and is there anything else you wanted to share with our audience oh i think just my my gratitude for you having me on here today this has been amazing Mm. And this is actually my very first podcast interview. So this has been Yay! 
Thank you. Oh, amazing. Lucky thank me. You. Lucky us. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on and sharing. And I also wanted to let everybody else know as well. If you are interested to do mediumship, um, I have Magnificent Mediumship, which is a program that you can do um, a self-paced study as a certificate. Um, I do it live once a year. You can check out my website, which is halohealing.nz. Um, yeah, and yeah, what are you, are you living? Are you living? And if you're not living, if you're holding back, then how can we support you? So reach out to either of us and we would love to support you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, beautiful Karen, all the way over from Canada on the other side of the world, from where we are here in New Zealand. It has been an absolute honor and privilege to talk to you. Um, I'm getting goosebumps again. So there's so much spirit here. I know you have a deep connection with angels as well. Um, and um, the angels are also working and working and basically surrounding and supporting yourself and all your clients. So I just wanted to pop that in there because they popped in then to tell me. So I just want to acknowledge the angels and the entities for joining us today to say thank you to the earth and thank you to the universe for creating the space for us to bring this free episode to you. So thank you so much. Go and check out our pages and we will see you on socials. Thank you, Karen, very much from the bottom of my heart. And yeah, you're an inspiration. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye, guys. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for joining the Release Your Blocks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear from you. So please leave a review and tell me what your favorite takeaway from today was. There is so much more from where this came from. You can also find me at Holistic Energy Shifting on Facebook, where you can find more content, more coaching, and more guidance. Have a grand and glorious day, and I'll see you next time.